In this week's Southern Star, get your free careers and courses magazine full of useful advice to help you get ahead. Read about interview techniques, compiling a CV, apprenticeships, jobs in food and tourism, working beyond retirement and lots more. Don't miss your free careers and courses magazine in this week's Southern Star. Your West Cork, your community, your Southern Star. Close your eyes and pull like dog. <laughs> And a new Irish record for Phil Healy, 22.99. Christy Cooney hands over the Sam Maguire Cup to Graham Canty, Cork All-Ireland Champions for the seventh time ever. Hello and welcome to episode 27 of the Star Sport Podcast. My name is Jack McCarran of the Southern Star and I'm joined as always by Star Sport editor Kieran McCarthy. On today's show we'll be previewing the Cork Senior Football Championship which comes into sharp focus this weekend with a huge West Cork derby between Carberry Rangers and Castlehaven which takes place in Rossa Park Skibbereen this Saturday afternoon. Coming up in a few minutes we'll be hearing from both camps as we're joined on the line by Castlehaven talisman Brian Hurley and Carberry Rangers midfielder James Fitzpatrick ahead of what looks to be the pick of the games in round two of the County Senior Football Championship. But before that, Kieran, and before I get your thoughts on a game, I suppose we should probably make reference to the brand new table we have in yeah. studio. It's pretty swanky. We, we now can put our notes down and not have to hold them in our hands. It's fantastic. Like this biro, I can just rest the biro on the table and it stays there. It's, it's, it's really incredible. coming up in the world. It, it really is, you know, kind of, it shows the podcast is starting to be taken seriously when we've got a table. You yeah. know, we've made it. We've think, made I, it. I think next, we've made it. Next thing we'll have a touch screen that we can do analysis of the weekend's games. But, uh, but we've, waited, steps. we've waited this long for a table, so by 2024 we might have that touch screen. Okay, well just moving on from our brand new Oak table mm. just for a moment but Kieran, this game is likely to be of huge significance come the business end of the season with both teams hoping to make an impact on this year's championship um, this is a round two game Jack so th- this is knockout this is kind of as John Hayes says in this week's Southern Stars an old school championship game um, when both Castlehaven and Kirby Rangers lost their first round games um, they knew they'd been the draw for round two but that, that round two loses round draw it was we've said before it was like there were so many sharks in that tank and they've both kind of it's it's the biggest it's the biggest game you could have got out of that round two you've Castlehaven against Kirby Rangers the two most consistent West Cork teams of the past decade um, they've won three county finals in, in the last was it eight or nine years two big guns the two big guns in West Cork football and one of them will go this Saturday night you know that's what we know for definite either Kirby Rangers or Castlehaven one of them will be out of the championship and for the winner, the following week, they have to take on county champion St. Finbars in a round three game in Bandon. So it doesn't get much easier. Um, both teams really have been punished for losing their, their round one games. Um, it's a very tough track, very tough path, I suppose, forward in, in, in the championship now for both. But um, it's of their own making. They both lost their, their first round game. So they're, they're here because of that. And wherever I go around West Cork in the last few days, even weeks, this is the game people are talking about it it's as if Barcelona and Real Madrid were coming to town it's an El Clasico a local El Clasico people are excited and there's going to be some crowd and atmosphere there on Saturday evening I, I will Jack yeah it's kind of it's 7 o'clock in Skibbereen this Saturday night like I was saying they're the two most consistent teams 
from for locally for the last I don't know how many years. Um, and they've met six times in the championship since Kirby Rangers went up senior back in 2006. Um, Castlehaven had the kind of they the, they took the earlier bragging rights. They won county semi-finals um, earlier this decade. They beat Ross two years in a row. But in the last couple of times, Canterbury Rangers have got the better Castlehaven. The latest meeting was back in in 2017. So it's going to be fierce, interesting um, going going into the game on on Saturday night. Um, Canterbury Rangers kind of campaign up in Division One of the county league, and they kind of got their act together there after that last title Rovers in round one in. Back in April, they won, I think, four of their next five games. So they kind of, they, I suppose they got a bit of form, you know, which they needed to, because um, with the greatest respect to Island Rovers, Ross would have been favourites for, for that first round game. Castlehaven, again, shock, a shock defeat against Fermine the first round. And since then, their league form in Division 2 has been pretty good. They've, they've won promotion um, from Division 2, even though they lost the league final to Mallow there the last couple of weeks. So, um but say both teams would be kind of pretty happy with their form kind of heading into Saturday night. Um, worth noting too, and it's something that Brian Hurley kind of brings up when we chat to him um, a little later, is that there's so many Castlehaven players involved with, with the Cork setup. Um, you've Brian, his brother Michael Hurley, you've Mark Collins, you've Damon Callan with the Hurdlers, you've Rory Maguire with the with the Cork under 20s. It's probably hard for Castlehaven to get a settled team, you know, it really is, because even going through the league, it would have been. They would, they would have been without their five of their of their main players. I suppose you could say the same for for Kirby Rangers. They'd have been missing John O'Rourke and and Mark Hodnett and Robbie Kiley when he's playing with tips. So um, I suppose both of them they're not really settled going into the game, but there's little room for error. They just have to hit the ground running. Okay, then uh, let's let, let's hear from the camps now and starting off with Castlehaven's Brian Hurley, who joins us now. Brian, you're back to club action with a bang this Saturday night. It's um, Castlehaven against Kirby Rangers in a must-win round two football game. How much are you looking forward to the match? Yeah, I'm. I'm looking forward to it. No, to be honest with you, like you know, um, I suppose we're disappointing in the Cork, and uh, you know, it's just it's the best thing to do is get back up in the heart. And I suppose there's no better than getting getting back up in the West Cork derby, like you know. So um, yeah, look, I missed a lot of club football over the last few years, so. Yeah, it's a big one, like, you know, for me, and I'm just looking forward to it, to be honest with you. What's the transition like coming back into the club scene after being away with Cork for so long? Is it, is it hard to get back up to speed with Haven, or, or do you just slot in seamlessly, or how does that work? Yeah, it's um, it's different, to be honest with you. Yeah, it's different, like, the training, I suppose, um, training level, you know, in inter-county is probably a bit faster and whatnot, like, but, uh, so it's, it's easy in that way, like, but, you know, you're coming into the club scene and, um, like you have very little time to kind of um, you know want to swander around or whatnot. So you know it's um, just like you know if you're lining up there, ready to get you back and let you know you've missed out on a lot. Like so, yeah. It, look, it's it's like realistically we we you know probably two weeks to get ourselves set and kind of get back up into and I suppose for ourselves like we've probably been missing five of our or five of our players you know due to the county for for most of the year. So. Like I think you know, first few nights was just trying to get a bit of gel back together, and I think um, you know it definitely, certainly things start to click out in, in the last few, last few night sessions, right? So yeah, it's just about getting organising and kind of you know getting used to each other again, and um, yeah, look, it's, it's it's we're looking forward to Saturday night really. Because like you said, there there's five of you involved in the inter-county teams: Michael Hurley, Mark Collins, Rory Maguire, and Damien Cahillan as well, I suppose, and. 
you, you don't have much room for error, Brian, though. You kind of have to hit the ground running on Saturday night and skip against Carby Rangers. Yeah, you do. Like, you know, it's kind of that time of the year now. Like, it's not go football. Um, no matter what sport you play, if it's not go football, you have to be on your game. And um, look, we, 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 I think we have to concentrate on ourselves and we've got, we've good enough players. And if we, if we get things right, you know, it, we should, we should, we, we should be looking after, we should be looking after our own game. And, um, yeah, look, it's just about concentrating ourselves and trying to play the way we want to and, um, you know, not worrying about anything else really. This was that for my loss in the first round. That was that was back in April. But how did you get back on track after that? Yeah, um, I suppose you know it was a disappointing loss. I suppose we we're missing a few people, a few players at the time. Um, like uh, I think myself, Michael, Sean Deneen had very very little done. Um, so the like I think we we're missing a good bit. Um, you know it was, we only got together probably two weeks, a week for that game as well. We were just rolling off the back of the, the, the inter-county leagues and then came the championship and you're straight out again. So I think the lads as well, in fairness, like, you know, they got us to the league final. Um, there's some tricky games there from away from home and whatnot. They got good results in. So they've been keeping it together, really. And I suppose we just come back now to bring it up another level. And, and as I said, hopefully, um, hopefully come out with a good performance on Saturday evening, which probably won't be easy, like, you know. You kind of mentioned the league final there, Brian, and I suppose it's worth noting too, Castlehaven have won promotion from Division 2 and you're back up to Division 1 for next season. How important is that for you to be playing Division 1 football next year? Yeah, it's, um, I suppose, look, it's 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 not in the world, like, you know what I mean? Um, I think we were we were there as well last year, like, when we got to a county semi-final, like, um, which we, we could have got over the line, like, you know, I don't think... You look at you know Corker in Division Three football and probably left a, an All Ireland semi final there thereabouts behind them this year. So look, the leagues are important in their own way of, of, of getting this, the, the I suppose getting a bit of farm going and a bit of uh, momentum. But I don't think they're the, the, the end all. Like you know, um, it's Championship football you're judged on. And if you look at us last year, I think as we done, we progressed very well. Um, it's very hard uh, from speaking to the lads, like you know, playing football without you know maybe five of your main players and um, then trying to come into championship and maybe fellas that were doing well all along and making progress get shafted. So it's a bit tough on, on some fellas and like especially on clubs that you know represent um, the county well. But look, it's not here or there for us. It's, it's all about Saturday evening and that's what we're concentrating on. Um, and I think, you know, Castellet and Ross, you know, they're always good championship teams, so hopefully it'll be a cracker of a game. What's, what makes Kirby Rangers such tough opponents? Um, I suppose they're so close to you really like you know what I mean it just, just brings the, the heat up another level um, you know I always like playing in championship games whether it be Ross, Clan, Island Rovers Skibbereen like it doesn't really matter you know I just love championship football um, and I suppose you know it's just local derbies people like to talk them up for me and for the lads it's another game you know what I mean um, I honestly don't mind who I play I've missed a lot of the club football so I'm just trying to make up for last ground and Enjoy it as much as possible. Like you, you obviously, Brian, it's worth saying as well. Like you, you kind of you cut you got fire again during the championship with, with Cork. And kind of, I presume the hope for you now is to bring that form in into the club scene. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah. Look, hopefully, um, you know, I thought, to be honest, um, from my own standards and what I have in, in my own picture, I didn't, I wasn't happy with my last few games. Um, so hopefully, like I can. You know, flip that around and bring the farm back up, and hopefully that will start on Saturday night. 
Brilliant. We are Brian. Thanks for joining us and best of luck Not on Saturday it. night. Interesting stuff there from Brian Kieran. And you mentioned uh, he touched on it with the five Cork players coming back in, some of the, the, the club players. They do get shafted and that's just the nature of the game, I suppose, when you have an abundance of club players. You see it in all counties, be it hurling or football. The top clubs, when their county men come back in, straight in. Naturally, straight in. But if people clubs are in it to win it, you can't be uh, feeling too sorry for the lads. Like, I mean, you're looking at, at the at that Castlehaven team, Jack. Like you're bringing Brian Hurley, Michael Hurley, and Mark Collins into like the the front six, or like Mark might come back around midfield. We don't know. Um, like they're intercounty standard, like they're obviously intercounty standard, but they're top class intercounty players. So th- that's a boost for any setup. And um, I'm always interested to see how Damien Cahillan gets on. Obviously, Damien played with the Cork footballers years ago, and then he switched over to the hurlers and. Um, I'm still of the belief that he's a better footballer. I think he'd be more of an asset to the Cork footballers than with the with the Cork hurlers. And who knows? Maybe in the future, Damien might um, might decide to throw his lot in with the footballers again because he's a powerful presence. I could just picture him in that Cork half back line. He's a big, strong man. He's a superb foot pass. He really has a good foot pass. Um, he can pick a fellow out from 40, 50 yards. And he's that bit of cut and trust I like as well, you know, that bit of devilment and um, he's not afraid to put his body on the line. So I always look forward to see Damon Cahillan play, play football and who knows, maybe in the future, um, he might come back into the cock footballers again, but he would be a huge, huge asset. So, Okay, interesting stuff, Kieran. We're lining up opposite Brian on Saturday. will be Carberry Rangers midfielder James Fitzpatrick, who spoke to us earlier about the game and how their season has gone since their loss earlier in the year to Island Rovers. James, it, it's a it's a big game coming up this weekend. It's Kirby Rangers against Castlehaven County Senior Football Championship uh, round two game. It's must win. I was talking to to John Hayes there for a piece for the this week's star, and he said this is old school championship. Um, what are your thoughts on the game? Because it's the, the season is on the line, James. Yeah, look at it. It's a big game, but look, I suppose look at it's simply. It's a it's a West Cork derby, so look, it's fucking on get into the next round. Um, so look, it's it's the early stages of the championship. We haven't played since then. We haven't played since since last April. So um, look, it's all about getting through to the qualifying. Really, that's what that's, that's what, that's what it's about. Really, how have you regrouped since that last to, to um, Island Rovers? That was a two nine to one nine defeat back in April, and I know it's a good couple of months ago now. But how have you regrouped and got back on track? Yeah, uh, <clears throat> I suppose. Look, it wasn't that difficult. Um, we knew after the early Rovers game, look, we had a lot of work to do. So, um, basically, we look, we took a, a week, a week to off, and we regrouped. We we felt that maybe we had a lot, lot, a lot of work to do in our fitness side of, side of it. So, we worked heavily in that over over the last couple of months, um, which is great. Um, look, we learned a lot, a lot of stuff from the early Rovers game. Our heads, despite that it was a game, look, head, heads once. Hits didn't drop and probably gave us a bit of a more motivation um, to get going again. So we kind of look at it, we we taken the positives of it and work that. I suppose this Carby Rangers team, James, over the last um, the last number of years, you've shown your character like you're probably the most consistent team in the county championship. Um, you'll have to show that character again in Skip on Saturday night because we all know what Haven will bring. It's going to be a battle. So you you really need to stand up um, in in this game. Oh, hundred percent. Um, it's a big game. It's a big game. Um, look, we know what Castlehaven will bring. Look, I suppose look, we have been consistent, consistent over the last couple of years. Um, we got to seven race, semi finals. We've only won one final. Which look at I said to said before. 
we just concentrate on the game in hand. Um, we don't look at qualifying the semi-finals. We just take one game, one game at one game at a time. Mm. Um, whereas we played the even over a couple, um, over the last couple of years, um, they've all been tough battles. Um, I wouldn't expect that this is this isn't going to be any less. It's going to be a tough uh, battle, and look hopefully it goes very well. I think since since Ross went up senior, James, you've played Haven six times and uh, you've won the last two as far as as far as I, I, I can recall. Um, do those past battles, will they have any influence on the game Saturday night? Um, I wouldn't think so, to be honest. Look, there's the panels, the panels evolve. Look, there's always going to be local, local, local rivalry there. And I suppose people will be talking about the game outside the camps and build it up. But ultimately, look, the panels, the panels change on the Castellan side and on our own side the panel has changed over the last couple of years so look there's new people in there there's new uh, new formations there's this younger, younger players coming through so look it's, it's the game, every, each game is always going to be different you know and I suppose like you said like the young fellas have come on board like Mark Codden the, the Cork um, Cork under 20 obviously won the All-Ireland there the week before last but as well, as well as that Ross James you still have that very kind of core experience group the likes of Seamus Hayes John Hayes yourself um, um, Brian Shanahan uh, Kevin McMahon um, fellas like that kind of, how much will experience play a part on Saturday night? Yeah look it, it will play it be part of experience brilliant to have there I suppose especially in second half of the game when games are tight you always kind of move to the experience so to try and close out, close out the game but you can't beat the, the, the fresh legs the fresh youngness coming into it um, adding that good bit of energy into it um, which there's the young fellas like, like Mark Adness You've the James Rudd and we have a lot of one or twins coming come into it, which gives which is has given us a good bit of injection this year. Um, Castellan are probably the same, but um, yeah, look the experience. Then so look we do, we have we have a few core players there who've been kind of there over the last eight or nine years um, and have experience in finals, finals, whatever it is. But look that's great. Maybe just to get a game closed out in this snap but you can't beat the youth. Youth and I suppose the, as I said, fresh guys um, coming to the panel. Are these the sort these of games that you really look forward to, James? You know, like I was saying earlier, like this is this is uh, Kirby Rangers against Castlehaven. It's knockout football. It's a Saturday night in Skibbereen. There'll be a big crowd there. Kind of are these the big games that that players just look forward to? Like, are, are you counting down the, the the days this week until we get to Saturday? Oh, they are hundred <clears throat> percent. Look, it doesn't really matter who who you're playing at this stage of the championship. They're all massive games. You look forward to. You look forward to. And look, this is why you were training since last since last January. You know, and the hard slogness and. These are the days. These are the these are the kind of games that you be that you be that you be looking for. You know, um, as I said, look, it doesn't really matter who you're playing. They just want to get through to the qualifying stage. But look, this is this is what we've been preparing for all year. And like we've said there as well, kind of obviously Ross and um, Haven have played many times over the, the last couple of years. Um, what must you get right on Saturday night to get the better to Haven? Is there a, a, in any one particular area that that you must focus in on or anything like that, James? Or um, I'd say look, we need to. We're saying, look, we need to focus on. <clears throat> they've uh, great wealth of experience on their side of it, so I think everyone needs to focus on their own battles. Mm-hmm. Um, it is going to be a physical battle, okay? Um, so I think everyone needs to just to focus on their own individual patch of the field and win, try and win their own battles. Um, it's going, to, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough slog around, around the middle. And look, I think whoever's going to pick up the breaking ball and whoever's just, was going to be more composing there. There's not going to be much. It's sort of going to make people ball between the two teams. But um, as I said, look, everyone has to win their own battles on the pitch. Moving to win. Brilliant. Come here, James. Thanks for joining us. Best of luck Saturday night. No bother. Thanks for so much, Thanks. Thanks.
In this week's Southern Star, get your free careers and courses magazine full of useful advice to help you get ahead. Read about interview techniques, compiling a CV, apprenticeships, jobs in food and tourism, working beyond retirement and lots more. Don't miss your free careers and courses magazine in this week's Southern Star. Your West Cork, your community, your Southern Star. Now, Kieran, there's loads more GAA news to cover with this time of year, being by far one of the busiest for a club action. But before we do that, Cork are into yet another All-Ireland final with the Miners qualifying by beating Mayo 4-12 to 1-13 last weekend. They'll now meet Galway in the final following their win over Kerry. This is some story considering how they started their year off, Kieran. It is, Jack. Just go back to me um, up in Parky Ring the first round of the revamped I suppose Munster Minor Football Championship in that group two phase where Cork were hockey I think it was 16 points by Kerry um, and it didn't look too good then, to be quite honest with you um, Cork then kind of got back into horse against Clare kind of not a great performance but it was more about the result there they needed to win and that win put them through to the Munster final um, the the kind of the reward for getting through to the Munster final was they're automatically then guaranteed an All-Ireland quarter final place as well in the Munster final, we were up there, Jack, that day. That was um, before the, the Cork and Kerry senior game. And the Cork Miners really ran Kerry close. I think only three points the difference. It was a cracking game, cracking finish to the game. Super so. game, yeah. Kind of. So within, I think it was six and a half weeks, they went from losing by 16 points to losing by three points. The performance was definitely kind of, it was, it was on, on an upward curve and, and a lot better. And manager Bobby Dwyer, you could, or disappointed with the result. He was very pleased with the performance. Um and what was happening the whole time was Cork were starting to get their strongest team together. They were always missing players. Go back to that first game against Kerry. Jack Lawton of Argentine Rangers was missing. Um, he's come into the midfield since and he's been very, very strong. Michael, Michael O'Neill from, from Buttevant, um, he only came on at half-time in the Munster minor final. Um, he'd missed out, I think it was over three months through injury. He's back in now, again, a big plus. Um, it was only when Cork got to the All-Ireland minor quarter-final against Monaghan up in uh, I think that was Tullamore and that was after the, the Cork and Tyrone under 20 All-Ireland semi-final but that minor game was the first time that Cork got were injury free outfield so they got their strongest team out in the pitch and um, and they were they were so impressive that day Jack they beat Monaghan with the Ulster champions I want to beat them by the end it was 319 to, to 213 or 210 or something like that but they were really impressive and they've carried that form into the, um, the All-Ireland minor semi-final last weekend they beat a fancied Mayo team and the irony of it is that the Cork have lost twice to Kerry in the in the minor championship this year. Yet it's Cork in the, in the All Ireland final, and Kerry are out. You know, but that's because um, I suppose it's the beauty of the of the revamped Munster Minor Football Championship, and they had to change it because over the last couple of years, Cork were the team that pushed Kerry more than most. Yet if Cork lost the Munster Minor semi final, they were out. They did no second chance. So. Um, so it's just great reward for for the Cork for the Cork Miners, and it's important to know too that I suppose minor football it's more about development for for these players. So these young Cork fellas now would have had six games, I think, this year. Am I right? Five or six games, yeah. Um, which is huge for them, as opposed to if it was under the I suppose the last couple of years they might have had two games and their season was over. But now they're going to benefit off six games this year. So for those young young footballers going forward and. Many of them will go into the under twenty set up and then hopefully on to senior kind of this year has been really about their development and you could see them progress game to game to game, which is um which is superb. Now just as a brief aside before we move on, just to make a quick point, isn't it amazing where we're at now with Cork Intercounty Football, considering 
where we were 10 or 12 weeks ago maybe more 15 weeks ago we'll say when that report was published which we we keep talking about but cork were senior team were on the verge of being relegated to division three then there was the minor team losing by 16 points to Kerry in the first round of the Munster Championship. And six months later, the Cork senior footballers contested the Super 8s for the first time. The Cork under-20s are All-Ireland champions, and now the Cork minors have a chance to be All-Ireland champions. So it's starting to seem like Cork may well be the number one footballer county <laughs> in the country. It's an incredible turnaround, Jack. Would you say it like that? I remember... Um, Graham Kenty back at that launch back in January of the, the five-year plan he was saying that Cork the, the senior footballers are kind of a mid-table Division 2 team but then they plummeted out to Division 3 and you're like Jesus you know kind of has this bottomed out yet but since then like the, the performances of the Cork seniors like you said the Cork under 20s now the Cork minors like it's incredible turnaround and you can just feel that feel-good factor there's a bit of positivity around Cork football which is great you know Um like now for those, for those minors, those Cork minors, they've an All Ireland final against Galway on Sunday, September first. To look forward to what a day oh, that's going to be for those young fellas. And we may as well mention too, Jack, that there's a lot of West Cork interest in this this West in this Cork minor team. We have Dan Pete from Clannacilty is in the full back line from Orhan. We have Joseph O'Shea, um, the last day against Mayo. Jack Lawton from Argentine Rangers and Keelan Scannell from Carberry Rangers both started. Um, in attack, Jack Cahillan from Castlehaven started the last day, and that's obviously Jack Cahillan from the famous Cahillan dynasty in um, in Castlehaven. Going through the subs as well, Ryan O'Donovan from Barry Row came on, Keto Driscoll from Gabriel Rangers, Bobby Dwyer, the manager, who's very, very strong West Cork links, um, and also managed uh, O'Donovan Ross's senior footballers for a spell as well. So, again, like with the Cork seniors and like with the Cork under 20s, there's a very strong link between. West Cork and, and the Cork Miners which is great and um, even ahead of this game on Saturday night the the, the, the game in Skib between Castlehaven and Carberry Rangers kind of there's a bounce about Cork football now you know kind of people should go along to Skib Reed on Saturday night to watch this game you've Cork seniors there you've you've all Ireland winning under 20 Cork footballers there you know it's a um, huge game but um, it just shows that Cork football is in a a lot better place than it was going back a couple of months. And you mentioned the the local interest. It's not all senior club interest, though, and because there were some big stories that came out of last weekend, Kieran, between Kilmacabee's drawn mm-hmm. game and Cora, unfortunately, going yeah. out. Yeah, that's the Kirby Junior A Football Championship. So we'll start off with Cora. They were in a. In a quarter final against St James's, um, and Cora conceded a couple of early goals, they just couldn't claw it back, and St James's go forward, and Cora are out, which is a shock, which really is a shock because Cora were finalists last year. They took Kilmacabee to replay in the final, and they were fancied to go a long, long way this year. Obviously, they have the trio Driscoll's, um, Kevin, Brian, and, and Colm there. They've, they have a strong team, but it just wasn't enough against a, a good St. James's team that now go forward to take on Argentine Rangers in a Junior A football semi final this Saturday night. So either one of Argentine or St. James's will be in the West Cork final this year. So it's it's a new name, um, which is great to see. Then on the other side of the draw, Kilmacabee, the reigning champions, they stuttered and they stumbled against St. Colm's. Um, and they were. I suppose lucky and un- un- unlucky in some ways. Um, St. Colm's really, really battled hard in this game. 
But um, Kilmacky came back and they outs- at one point in the second half they outscored Cullums by eight points to one to go three points up. But Cullums then got a late late goal to kind of force a replay, which is on this Sunday. But um, you can never write St. Cullums off. Even though they weren't fancy good into this game, they're renowned battlers. Um, they really are a tough, tough team. But my suspicions here is that Kilmacky almost needed this game. They haven't played a championship game in, 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 a, in a long, long while. And it's almost to get that dirty petrol out of the system. So... I would expect Kilmacabee to to win the replay this weekend and kind of kick on from here. So um, it's going to, going to be pretty interesting. But the, the junior football is kind of hotting up too, Jack. And before we move on, I better mention too, to, to our friends out in Dunmanway, that the Dawny Senior Footballers are in County Senior Football Championship action this Saturday night as well. They're taking on Nemo Rangers in Brinney in a round three game at seven o'clock. Um, Dawny's had a superb win against St. Nick's in the open round. 415 to 07. The draw could have been a bit kinder to them. They've they, um, they've been paired against Nemo, who who were far too strong for Valleys in the opening round. Um, but it's just great to see Donny's not involved in a relegation scrap this year. Um, Nemo would be fancy there, but again, that's another big game. So that's Brinny, 7 o'clock on Saturday night. And also the Bendon Senior Hurlers are in round three action in the Senior Hurling Championship again on Saturday night, and that game is in ovens. Um, the Bandon Hurlers beat Newcastown 117 to 17 points in the opening round a couple of months ago, and they're going to take on uh, a Carrick Tuhill team that has um, that lost to the Bears heavily in the first round, but didn't beat Killa. So that's another two big senior games this weekend. So the the championship action is coming hot and heavy, Jack, at both county level and local level. I can only imagine then that it's going to be quite a packed edition of the star sports section this week yeah kind of 24 pages can contain it so we've had to bump it up so it's a bumper 28 page sports section this week and even at that it's kind of creaking jack i'll be quite honest with you there's there's so much in there um obviously the the, the castlehaven and Carby rangers game that gets a two-page preview we've interviews with john hayes there and michael hurley um also worth noting that the cork senior camogie team is in an all-ireland semi-final uh, this Saturday evening and we talked to Inneskeen star Orla Cronin we have an interview with Orla looking forward to the big game against Galway we also carry an interview with Graeme Kenty um, Graeme is at the launch of the Play Us GAA app that was kind of relaunched last week that's an app by Bentry's Mark O'Donovan and it's actually something we might come back to in the next couple of weeks because it's a superb superb app um, so we have an interview with Graeme where he talks about Cork football where chock-a-block Jack with with football matches and hurling matches. I'm not even going football, to start listening. Football, 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 football. It is. There is so much in there between Jesus going from Castletown Bear losing to Nemo in the Premier Intermediate football down to the to the Newcastle Under 21 hurlers hockey in Clonakilty in the Under 21A quarter final on Monday night. So there's loads in there, and we can't forget too. We can't get through this podcast without saying congratulations, Conor Horan. He made his Premier League debut. For Aston Villa against um, against Tottenham Hotspur last Saturday night, the result wasn't what they wanted. Um, the Spurs won that game three one. But Connor is officially a Premier League footballer, and if you notice, actually, Jack on Twitter, I think it was Sunday morning. It's brilliant. Um, it was absolutely brilliant. It shows like we kind of think these these Premier League footballers or these these kind of professional athletes they kind of they move in different circles to us. But a Villa fan tweeted Connor. I think it was four years ago, wasn't it? Was it not uh, well, five years a, a Plymouth fan from when he was at his Plymouth time? No, it was actually... Uh, an actual Villa fan. An actual Villa fan, because he, he mentioned that. But um, I think in, 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 it was in a tweet where Connor was saying that he'd, he, he'd aspirations of playing in the Premier League. But 
Or he'd given an interview where his ambition in his career was to eventually play in the Premier League. And one of these, these um, kind Bitter of... Bitter trolls. Yeah, he kind of quick, quickly kind of quipped kind of back in your lane, Connor. you know, kind of you're not at, at, at that level. Um, obviously Connor is because he's now a Premier League footballer. But Connor remembered that tweet <laughs> from, I think it was four or five years ago. It was incredible. Um, he, he remembered that tweet and Connor posted a reply to that Twitter troll on... On Sunday morning, kind of almost like uh, Kieran Donahue to Joe Brawley, kind of. Why do you think of that? Why do you think of that? But um, just shows that it's an incredible story, and it's one we've covered here many, many times about Connor's rise from the town park in Bendon to now a Premier League footballer. But and so, just for any listeners out there, if you ever do get the chance to meet Connor Howard, <laughs> do you choose your words wisely, because like an elephant, he doesn't forget. So yeah, so like you said there, um, Jack. Plenty in this week's sports section. So in the shops from Thursday morning. When you're thinking of value for money this week, I don't, I don't think it gets any better than the start of Thursday, does it? It doesn't because it's only €2.20 and that's every week. And when you consider the ticket prices for the All-Ireland Final on Sunday, where it's €90 Euro even if you're up at the top tier of the canal end and it's €90 Euro if you're on the halfway line in the Hogan stand, that's not value. What is value is two euro a week for the two twenty for the Southern Star, and what's even bigger value is it's less than two euro a week when you purchase it online by southernstar.ie forward slash e-paper. So that means instead of an All Ireland ticket, this is my quick maths. Now you could buy forty Southern Stars. Yeah. Like you could put your ninety quid to better use, couldn't you? You could, well, unless you were a Kilkenny fan. Um, but just just on that, I want to get your opinion on that like so, something has to change with regards ticketing for all Ireland finals it's absolutely it's vulgar I would call it it's 90 euro across for every seat in Croke Park and there's so many bad seats in Croke mm-hmm. Park all the seats in the canal end or the Davin stand or whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. are terrible and they're the same price as the good seats in the Hogan and the Cusack it's it's archaic is what I would call it you don't go to, you don't go to a a game at a World Cup or a European Championships or an Aviva rugby mm-hmm. game where the worst seat in the house is the same price as the best seat in the house. It's 2019. Yeah. Get a grip. Get a grip. But they see the All-Ireland Final, Jack, as a money-making machine. Ah, that's a, dis- that's a, dis- that's a disgrace. That's a disgrace. But it's like, if, look look at the semi-final on last Sunday. Um, the Kerry Tyrone game. No it. Was it 33,000 yeah. for an All-Ireland semi-final? But the tickets are, are overpriced as well. But it's pathetic in terms of but you say that the Kerry fans and the Tyrone fans didn't travel like, but to get thirty three thousand, like kind of the stadium was half empty. Like there was no another. You could hear a bit of an atmosphere, but compared to the night before when Dublin and, and Mayo and that's the Dublin fans, I know they kind of packed out Crow Park, but have thirty three thousand at an All Ireland. Who, who are they catering to for All Ireland Final Day? They're not catering to to your regular hurling and football fans. No. It's the corporate clients that you're catering to, the people who don't go to a game all year. And I know I'm repeating things that have been said on the air for the last 20 years and that have been said on Twitter and Facebook mm-hmm. and in every newspaper in the country this week, but I just felt like venting. It's, it's actually disgraceful. I, I cannot... And I never took it into account when I was younger because usually I was going, Joe, with yeah. my father. So it was probably something mm-hmm. that he had to worry about. But I actually saw people like on- you could not bring three children. No, that's exactly what I was going to say. There, I saw people on Twitter this week, kind of saying, if you wanted, like, if uh, two parents wanted to bring two kids, what's that? Four by ninety, it's three hundred and sixty euro just for tickets alone. Yeah. And then you see some responses. Then I know social media isn't the this was the greatest platform to be to be judging. Um, but some people are saying, oh, keep the kids at home and all this sort of stuff. But 
like for, for, for a kid you know to, to go to an All-Ireland final for the atmosphere and stuff it's an incredible experience and stuff and so if you're talking a family of four 260 quid just to get in and sit your arse down in a seat not to mention the overpriced food not to mention the travel not to mention whatever else but you want what you say about not being able to bring kids like the All-Ireland final I've been to many All-Ireland mm. finals uh, luckily and, yeah. and the one I remember most vividly is my first one like mm-hmm. when I was seven or eight years old when I don't know if the, I, I can't remember how much the tickets were back then but I was lucky enough to go regardless mm-hmm. so that notion of keeping the kids at home it's and nonsense. leaving it to the adults to nonsense, enjoy is you know? the most bizarre argument I've ever heard and it actually and goes it against what by, the G is about who was that then, made was that uh, I won't say because I'm not actually 100% sure who said it I don't want to, to libel anyone. But it goes against what the G is about. I know people would say, oh, all the money that they make off this will go back into Grass the grassroots and this. I, all right, I get that to an extent. But 90 quid to, for, for, for a child's ticket is absolutely ridiculous. Like, you the, know, only other, the only other uh, like mainstream sport that this really happens in is like the Super Bowl where it's completely <laughs> overpriced for the final whereas throughout the season mm-hmm. it's people I know it's still expensive it's America everything's expensive but the Super Bowl they go big and they make as much money as humanly possible and the GAA for all intents and purposes are copying that model Yeah, which like the, the last thing you want to be doing is following the footsteps of the NFL I, I would say that should be the complete opposite of a sporting organisation mm-hmm. that is amateur <laughs> In name, anyway, it's amateur. But they but know they get they get people in. They know there's a huge demand. But that this doesn't matter. Oh like. yeah, they could charge a hundred euro if they raise the price to hundred euro ticket next year. No, it still be final, sold out. It still be sold out. Yeah, you see it. You see it in the NFL, and you see it in the GA. And maybe actually, I'm probably not. I'm probably giving FIFA and UEFA too much credit because it's probably the same for the Champions League final. Quick word, so Jack, do you buy a ticket for the All Ireland hurling final this this I, weekend? I've two, <laughs> two hill tickets. <laughs> Yeah. Which for forty five euro pop still that's that's overpriced for the hill, especially when it's gonna be spilling rain and you're gonna be surrounded by an awful amount of drunk young men and women who aren't paying any attention to the game itself. But they're having the time of their life. I don't hold that against them because I was them a time before Back in your younger days, before in, you matured is before, before you matured. Grew but no, I I, I, I got my, myself my hands on a hill ticket because mm. ninety euro is it's too expensive for this man. So can 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 do it? Well, I don't know. I don't really mind. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway, again, thank you very much for listening, everyone. So we'll be back at the same time next week. So if you enjoy these shows, please make sure to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube, Acast, Stitcher, or wherever else you listen to the show. Hope the cats. <laughs> In this week's Southern Star, get your free careers and courses magazine full of useful advice to help you get ahead. Read about interview techniques, compiling a CV, apprenticeships, jobs in food and tourism, working beyond retirement and lots more. Don't miss your free careers and courses magazine in this week's Southern Star. Your West Cork, your community, your Southern Star.